Hello and welcome to GQHQ PQ, Goose's Quiz's headquarters podcast. My name is uh, Quizmaster Goose, or just Goose these days, really. Um, welcome to the podcast. And we're also welcoming on Mark. Hello. Uh, we've got Scott with us today as well. Hello. And our special guest today is James from Edinburgh Gin. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, no, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks pleasure for coming to be. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're excited to have an uh, an Edinburgh Institute. Yeah, mm. I know. On onto the uh, onto the podcast. Yeah, and you're you, you, you're from Edinburgh Gin, which is fairly self-explanatory. You make rum, right? <laughs> Close. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I will we'll ask that question later on. That have you branched into other things? But Edinburgh Gin at the moment. Edinburgh Gin. You make gin. Gin. And what's your role at Edinburgh Gin? I am the assistant manager of the visitors' centre. Oh right. So the distillery, which is in the West End, uh, in the basement of the Rutland Hotel. I see, and that's the one that sort of doubles up as heads and tails. Yeah. Other yep. times. So heads and tails in the evening. Tours of the distillery during the day. Oh, nice. I've done the tours. It's been it was I did oh, a, a very early one. I think actually one of the very first ones. Right. Um, when it was, I don't know if Taryn is still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did Taryn's very first tour. <laughs> you went to uni with Taryn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. she said the other day, I was, uh, I was talking about this, and she was like, yeah, no, I was, uh, I was at college with Andrew. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were my proud Napier. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good university. No, it is. No comment. I have to, I feel like I have to say this every time on the podcast. No, Big red triangle. No judgment here. <laughs> Smashing it. <laughs> There's no judgment here. There is in the rest of Edinburgh. So. <laughs> okay. Go to Edinburgh Uni and say that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did go to Edinburgh Uni. Yeah. Let, Just to, to point that out. <laughs> I can talk properly. <laughs> but no, thank you very much for coming in today. Um, so you, what, what does it entail, what you do? You, you, you tell, teach people about gin. So yeah, we teach people about gin, about the history of gin, about how we make gin, about what goes into gin about how gin has changed since the like 17th century and how it is today, why people love it. Uh, we also, not just in the distillery aspect, we don't just make the gin, we also have uh, a tour where people can make their own gin with us. So we've oh, got wow. little oh, nice. miniature stills to do a little one-off distillation of a bottle of people's kind of own choosing. Uh, and yeah, do like outside events from time to time as well. Nice. Like all kinds. Of and so you're involved in the outside events sort of stuff as well, like if, if you're doing yeah, like a road yeah. showy kind of thing. Yeah, food like festivals, things like that. Oh, nice. I mean, that food festival stuff is cool. I yeah. wanted to get involved in that more. Maybe we should do quizzes at food festivals more. No. Yes. I think we should. Yes. Let's talk to the events manager. If only we had one. Yes. <laughs> gin, and, gin and quiz festival. That's oh, good. yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Can we get? Because you have like a little like a trailer thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we've got. Um, uh, it's called the tipple trailer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) So people like just attach it to the back of a Jeep and drive around the country with it and uh, tend to have it for like weddings and things as well. Oh, nice. And like hire it. Oh, I think I've been at a wedding where the Edinburgh Gin Tipple Trailer was. I don't remember the wedding because the Edinburgh Gin Tipple Trailer was. (laughs) (laughs) This is the danger. Another. (laughs) (laughs) And are you into gin? Are you a fan of gin? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'd be great if you're working it's like, no, I hate this stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that is that why you got into it? Because you like gin? It was a, a contributing factor when I uh, applied for the job, yeah. Hey, you gotta love your work, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't you know, I don't I don't just stay with gin, I branch out. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. And do you do cocktails side of stuff as well? Not me personally. But so you're, are... you're more like the pure gin, that's like what you're about. Yeah. Because there's quite a range of g- gins in the end of gin. So the thing is that the word gin is so loose right. that a lot of things can qualify as gin right now. So if you look up the word gin in a dictionary, it says like a clear alcohol that tastes of juniper. But that means that you could just stick some juniper berries into a bottle of vodka. Oh, really? And you could call that gin. But within that, you get different categories of gin. So there's like gin, distilled gin, compound gin, London dry gin. Compound gin, I've never heard of that. So that's basically when you take like a bucket of gin, essentially, and you just stick other things in it. I like it's just a infuse. bucket. Like, it could yeah. be any, yeah. any yeah, plastic bucket handy receptacle can work. <laughs> bathtubs, people have been using since like the 20s. Bathtub gin. Uh, you've heard of bathtub gin, yeah. And so you get a big bucket of lots of gin and, and you can stick other things into it. Yeah, and just let the flavors infuse and then strain them all out. And that's your compound gin right there. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, oh I wouldn't have known cool. that was what compound cool. gin yeah. was. Because there's ones, so then liqueurs, yes. like, is that when it's under 20% or 20% and... Generally, they're between 20 and 30%. Uh. To be called a gin, they have to be at least 37.5% alcohol. Uh, right, okay. Mm-hmm. I right. see. Yeah. But then within that, like I said, within that bracket, there's all kinds of other things. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... that's I, and do you find... Do you specialize in certain types of gin at Edinburgh Gin? Uh, we mostly make London dries and liqueurs. 
see. Yeah, because I've seen. I think I've had the raspberry and the rhubarb. People get yes. really into yeah. the rhubarb. People go rabid for the rhubarb. Yeah, they really <laughs> do. If I actually heard someone have a proper meltdown in a bar over not having rhubarb in Virginia, really? they were like, "Yeah, no, they were fully like." I mean, it was a total like Karen, you know, situation yeah. where it's like, "Can I speak to the manager, please?" It's like yeah. they're not going to magic a bottle out their ass. Like, yeah, unacceptable. <laughs> I mean, er- every bar needs to have at least one reserve bottle of rhubarb gin. <laughs> Why? In case. Like, oh, yeah, deep under their floorboards, just yeah. in case. <laughs> That's right, break in case of emergency. I suppose it's a, it's a good thing to hear, someone complaining not having the product. Yeah, I mean, that's passion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We actually gave away um, Edinburgh Gin once, a Christmas. Oh, we did too, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I remember that. And we did it for, yeah. uh, actually, this is before we had this office, before we knew Owen very well, but Owen is one of our, is, is our office mate, and Owen's ears are burning, <laughs> and <laughs> Owen's working away in the corner, as usual. And um, But we didn't know Owen, I knew Owen fairly well, but he didn't come to my quizzes, and uh, we, we ran a, a flyer competition, and it was doodle, a flyer doodle competition. Yeah, it's just like Christmasify our logo sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. so we have like paper flyers that look like just what they were next to you. Actually, yeah. we were getting rid of our old flyers that were landscape. Oh, right. So that's yeah. like straight, it was genius, by the way, genius. And so uh, we asked people to like draw them and make them into like a Christmassy version of our logo. Right, okay. Um, Owen is an artist, like an actual <laughs> artist. And so did this insane Christmas scene on our on our flyer. And there was a moment where it's like, this has come from the Hermitage, hasn't it? Yes, that's Owen. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had the judging thing, we've got the top 10. There's a few really good ones in that as well. Yeah. The, the, oh yeah, there's very talented people. Yeah, it was, it's still on the Facebook. So if you fancy going mm. looking at it, I think you'd probably just be able to type in Christmas Doodle or was it Christmas Doodle we did under? Yeah, I think so. Well, maybe we'll link it in the description. Yeah, we'll find but it. yeah, it's 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 a, it's like we put up the top ten, and then we did a live video to uh, announce it. And the, the the offices we had at the time, which was the Biscuit Factory, mm. um, we were it, it was run by different people at that point. Right. Just to, I want to point this out. Okay, very different people. Um, we didn't have any Wi-Fi or heating, and so <laughs> we went in the morning to this live video that we had like this huge set ready for with like stuff in the background and Christmas mm. scenes, and then it was like shit, we're going to have to move everything and do it in my flat, which is literally the other side of town. Uh-huh. And so Louis and I like ran everything to the other side of town and we, it looked like an Al-Qaeda video. Like, it looked <laughs> like a terrorist video that we did. So we were like it's announcing these... It was these, a bit hostage It did look like a hostage situation. We had these two bottles of Edinburgh Christmas gin in the background. <laughs> it just looked like we were taking <laughs> bottles by hostage. It's like, oh, crap. And then it's like this horrid thing where we were like, we were so pleased to be given this prize for Edinburgh gin. We were so like, happy to do it and it just did the worst video to like announce it so apologies we're uh we're really good at branding honestly yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. and when people are phoning up it's like are those bottles safe because like, yeah. we put them on a radiator behind us <laughs> so, the whole thing we, was just a, yeah, we, we don't want to win those ones yeah. <laughs> and there's a much decision process goes into things like what new flavors and new styles that you're doing do you get a good sense for that from the people that are coming through the, the center from like customer feedback and things. Yeah. Uh, generally, if uh, if customers are tasting the product, it's because you know they've been released, and so they don't. All we, all we can take is feedback of how much they like them. Yeah. Or not. Uh, Do when you it, get bad feedback from certain ones. I mean, everyone has their own personal taste. <laughs> uh, not everyone enjoys Dip. the sweet things as much as others. All uh, right. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. No. Um, when it comes to the uh, the London dry gins, which are like the the stronger ones, uh, that's all down to our head distiller, who is a genius man called David Wilkinson. Hi, Dave, if you're listening. Um, he, he, he will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to check up what you've said. <laughs> that's right. And this shit gin that we do. And this shit gin. <laughs> I'm being I'm being very uh, very politic. Uh, so basically, he um, he comes up with the recipes for all the uh, for the London dries, and he kind of develops them over you know weeks and weeks, doing kind of uh, little mini distillations, and then. Um, kind of balancing the recipe from there, uh, taking samples every now and again and passing them around the staff saying, is this good? So that's like nine in the morning usually. Uh, and uh, so it's a heavy cross to bear, I have to say. Uh, yeah. It's always when it seems to be like, you know, when a new bar opens and you go and do like wine tasting or gin tasting, it yeah. always seems to be really early in the morning. Like 11 is always at the time that yeah. I remember doing wine tasting. And it's like, I don't think I've ever had wine before like four in the afternoon. And even then it feels early. Yeah. Wine's an evening drink, and gin especially. I feel like it's a you know it's a sunny day drink, but it's not a yeah. nine in the morning drink, no, especially like neat. <laughs> I think 12, 12 o'clock is your kind of that's your safe point. I would what, say. What's the, what drink do you think you can somewhere? drink the earliest? Breakfast Pims? wine. Breakfast wine. Um, I mean, you can put <laughs> like whiskey barley, and coffee. Barley right? wine. 
Yeah, yeah whiskey. Yeah. I've had whiskey and porridge. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. How was it? It was really nice. What kind of whiskey? It was just like a, a, a bell, just a blend. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it was like it was like whiskey and banana and cinnamon and stuff and yeah, it was quite nice. It was okay. a really cold, yeah. frosty day. Yeah. So it just just warmed up Perfect. the cockles. Not every day though, right? Like just, no. Just we don't want to check. Check you're not got a problem there. Like, no, I'm fine. A little, right. little bit of whiskey in my porridge. A <laughs> little bit of whiskey in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> whiskey goes with everything. Have you not heard? <laughs> Uh, James, one other question. Um, do you listen to other podcasts? Yes, uh, I listen to. <laughs> uh, We're not judging, by the way. No, that's cool. Okay, uh, do you guys know the McElroy brothers? The no. McElroy brothers. McElroy. Yeah. No. Okay. Maybe. What for? So they do a number of podcasts. There's one called My Brother, My Brother, and Me because there are three brothers. All right. Uh, which is just like a it's a like a comedy advice podcast. Right. So a big fan of that one. Uh, they all do kind of respective podcasts with their wives as well. So there's one about etiquette. There's one where they just talk about things they like. Uh, that one's called Wonderful, and that one is fantastic. Um, one of them, uh, his wife is a doctor, so they do a podcast called Sawbones, which is all about medical history and the Ooh, disgusting okay. things that, that we used to that do one. to try to make yeah. people better. Uh, <laughs> I listen to a Simpsons podcast called Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. Uh, Sounds like you podcasts. Though. Yeah, a couple of D and D podcasts as well. Oh, Fun. nice. Are you into D and D? Yeah. We have got into D&D as well. Mm, how's that going? It turns out we're particularly civil. <laughs> like, we're like, a, you know, like, you know, like episode two of Star Wars. Yeah. We're that. Like, we're, we're, we're like chairmen's and viceroy's. It's like, should we all hold a council? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Why don't we slash someone's head off? No, no, no. No, no. Let's, we'll take <laughs> a vote first. We've had, we've had two, two we've sessions. Had two. Yeah. Okay. Two sessions. They've both yeah. been about and three hours and about. 10 minutes of action. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of yeah. talking. That sounds about right. <laughs> There's a big preamble. Yeah. Do you, who, what, what, what are you? Is that, is that a personal what? D&D thing to ask? What, what are you? What am I? Yeah. What is you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I DM one game and in another game I play a, uh, an emo dwarf warlock who mm. has mummy issues. <laughs> mummy right. as in like mother or like mummy? <laughs> there's like I'm just a, have to ask. There's a fancy bandages, world. Uh, Egyptian, yeah, no, the, the mother kind. Got you. <laughs> Other podcasts? No such thing as a fish. Mm, it's quite good. fun. Yeah. Uh, there so is, again, this is a McElroy one. Um, so there's one they do once a year. It's called, uh, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what it's called later, but the premise is that the, the three brothers and two of their friends separately or together watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 every <laughs> yes. Thanksgiving and then they come together to talk about it and they, they're going to do it until one of them dies and the podcast is called Till Death Do Us Blart. Oh, <laughs> yes. I've heard about this. Someone else told me about this and right. it's, it's like the funniest thing. It's like- incredible. And like one time one of them listened to Dark Side of the Moon while watching the, the movie at the same time and the way it linked up was uncanny. It was just eerie. He had to listen to it twice. He listened to it on loop. But it just kind of matched perfectly with uh, the actual show. So, so there's something going on there. Well, <laughs> um, what I was going to ask is, have you seen the YouTube channel where they, the CGI guys talk about bad and good CGI? Oh, the Corridor. Guys. Yeah, the Corridor yeah. crew. Yeah, yeah. They're really interesting guys. They're so cool. I like the ones with the stunt guys as well. Absolutely. It's yeah, yeah. Amazing. So do you know what we're talking right. about? So yeah. they basically yeah. like sit down on a sofa with three of them, and then they put clips up of like, uh, well, they do it with CGI originally, and it was mm. sort of like, um, just the way it reminded me was of in Wolverine when he first gets his, they show how the origin story of how he gets his claws mm. and adamantium. For some reason, they've just done it so poorly at one scene. It's the scene where he's in the bathroom and uh, he like slices the 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 like sink up like sink off the wall mm. and so that. But it just looks horrendous, and and they point out why it looks bad. Oh, right. um, and it's it's fascinating to hear them say this is why it doesn't look real. And they yeah. said at one point, actually, one of the really interesting ones is Ex Machina. They have a a, a CGI thing where someone holds up a board and it just has to hold up like a picture frame, but it's all CGI and they say it was one of the longest things to do in the whole film because no one holds something still. You don't hold, uh, if you hold something up, it doesn't sit still, it moves slightly. And that was one of the hardest things to do in the whole film. And I was like, that's so interesting. So that, no, well worth a watch. Corridor Crew, they're Mm. called. Um, But the stuntman ones are awesome as well. Yeah, really cool. um, what's do you have like you see from the visitor center? Yeah, there must be some good stories that come out of that, like some good like things that go on. Are you allowed to talk about them? Like surely someone's dropped like bottles of like really expensive gin and things like that. Well, yeah, we've had like breakages for sure. Um, usually it happens 
in the middle of giving a presentation on those things. It's like <laughs> one of the, Pass one of the, uh, everyone have a look. <laughs> it's one of the parts. unbreakable bottle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that theory. So like one of the kind of sections of the tour is, um, we talk about the, the ingredients, the botanicals that go into the gin. And there's been multiple times when uh, there's like a jar of like some kind of spiced powder being passed around and someone drops it. Mm. You can't just stop giving a presentation in front of like 20 people. So you just have to stand with this smashed jar of like, you know, <laughs> glass at your feet. And there's like licorice dust in the air and, and like... You, you just have to like push past and there's a massive elephant in the room you can't do anything about it because... and imagine sort of dilutes this, the, the sense of everything else then after that it's like trying to sniff something else like licorice <laughs> yeah. I can only smell the cinnamon oh. uh, my, my flatmate worked at a whiskey he was a tour guide mm. and he said that this group of um, people they didn't speak English very well and they would just kind of like look to the oldest to the group as the leader okay he said that they all um, took a sip of whiskey and had a smell and then um, had like the translator was explaining to them some things and the <laughs> oldest guy was like quite old and he dropped his glass. So they thought, oh, this is a tradition. <laughs> they no. all smashed all their glasses. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why would you think that? It's extraordinary. I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I really like oh, that. <laughs> And then when he came in from work one day, I was like, oh, how's your day? So I was like, Ugh. take a seat. I got a story, <laughs> got a story for you. Yeah. Yeah, Drop we don't that get, glass wow. and take we a seat. We don't get the same thing at the quizzes, really. That's not the... Uh, no. One, the one I enjoyed, a friend of mine worked at a bar, actually do the quiz at, and he handed over a whiskey to be like, like you know, you, you would hand over a bottle to have, have someone have a sniff to sort of mm. see what they think of it. He handed it over and the guy took a swig. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, it, was yeah. his, it was like his first or second day in the job. And he was like, just put the stopper back in, put it back in the job. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Like, whiskey's. I mean. He thought he was like, he thought he was meaning, like, have a wee taste. Yeah. And it's like, nope. Here. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. It is, it is weird the, the, the amount of times you can say to somebody, here, smell this, and they just drink it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not gonna lie, it's usually stag parties that do that. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I imagine uh, having a stag party in must be uh, brutal no. at times. We're quite lucky. Most of the uh, like the stags and hens we get are very well behaved and mm. very pleasant. So yeah, there's been the occasional one that we you know that lives on in the annals of history. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you feel like if they're booking a, a sort of uh, is, it, is, it, is it like a special stag thing or no? Like it's it's just, just a standard tour they booked out. A tour. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. That is, yeah, I can imagine that can be. Imagine it quite oh, good fun actually. <laughs> what they don't drink out of dick straws. <laughs> <laughs> Take the, a gin, the, gin, the, gin, the gin won't taste as nice through that. Oh, no, that doesn't matter. <laughs> On you go. We do you, sir. Gin. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the two, is it two stills you got there? Two little... Yeah, so we got two stills at uh, the Rutland place. And then uh, you mentioned the Biscuit Factory earlier. We've yeah. got another site there, which has a bigger still, but that's just more of a kind of a production place. So they don't do tours of that bit. Uh, but we've got two stills that are about 150 litres uh, German made. They're made by a company in Stuttgart called Christian Karl. Ooh. They're kind of like the Rolls-Royce of still makers. Mm. Um, yeah, they can do about 60 bottles each per distillation. And we tend to run about four or five times a week. So. Oh, wow. We so from licorice dust to bottle, yeah. what, what time? what's the timing of that? Uh, turnover. <laughs> it's, it's pretty quick, really. The thing about gin that's different from like other spirits is that uh, you don't need to age it, mm. first of all. I mean, some companies do age their gins, um, but you don't have to. Uh, you also generally don't make the alcohol that you use. You just buy it in. Oh, right, so there right. are some gin distilleries that ferment their own alcohol and distill mm. it into the spirit. But um, uh, most of the time it's just bought in. So you're cutting that whole stage out. So theoretically, you can develop, produce and sell a bottle of gin in 24 hours. Wow. So that's cool. That's one of the reasons there's so many gin companies around. Yeah. yeah. That Is that sense. one of the reasons why gin became so big because yeah definitely so, the ease of it yeah, fast sure. yeah because there are these like, archaic gin distilling laws as well that had been around since the 1750s that oh, really? no one had bothered to change but then uh, a london-based company kind of challenged that and got small batch distilling legalized uh, that was in 2009 so from then there's just been right. this kind of like, oh right so it's been that recent yeah yeah well, i was in my head it was like gin's really come around recently like you know how there was a rum resurgence at one point and you know everyone did all that hmm. stuff and it felt like gin was just the next one. But it's, it's because of an actual law change. Yeah. Oh, how interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. 
Oh, well, podcast, we're learning new huh. things, people. Uh-huh. You should go on the tour. I'm sure there's much more to learn. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I've been on the tour twice, actually, and I enjoyed it both times loads. Good. And Glad I, to hear. I thought it was a really, I, thought, I think it's a really good fun thing to do. It's such yeah. a really cool venue. If you don't know yeah. where, where it is, it's a sort of cavernous, it used to be called the One Below, yeah. that place. Before that, it was called La Tache, which uh, oh, wow. was like, back in the 80s, it had a bit of a reputation. So the kind of uh, people of a certain age that come in, they're like, I'm sure I've been doing here. And so, yeah, <laughs> this was Latash in the 80s. And I'm like, oh, God, Latash, I remember that. Because <laughs> the one below had one famous thing. It had a bar that was responsive. And you put a drink on it and it would circle it. And it would like play. It, would, like, it was like an interactive bar. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, what? yeah. What? It worked for all of about a week. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but like people used to say it was a really good thing because you could put a drink down and you could tell what drinks were meant to be cleaned away faster. Because because of the weight of it, because um, it would it would it would ring quite often around the drink, ah. like it would light up under the drink, and then it would change color as huh. it went. It was, and, and they said you could use it for that, but it only worked for literally about <laughs> like a week, and then oh, obviously wow. someone just put too hard an elbow into it or something like yeah. that. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's it's been through quite a few iterations, but this is a it's, it's been there for quite a long time. That's yeah, yeah, the building itself is really old. I think it's from the 1790s, maybe. It's apparently but one of the oldest ones in the new town. Edinburgh has been in there for for. Uh, five years now. Oh right, okay. Yeah. It's been yeah, it has been there for quite a long time. Yeah. And and because we we used to have an office at the biscuit factory, so we would see the the, the goings on mm-hmm. quite often. And one of the things I was sure as I was wanting to ask was um, back of the lorry, big like ton like square cube liquid. Yeah. Would that be the alcohol that's coming in? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> I always thought that would be, it must be alcohol that they're bringing in. Yeah. And then what they're putting on the back of that truck to go away, like flatbeds. Yeah, that'll be the distilled spirit that's soft to be bottled. Wow. Brilliant. That's so cool. Oh. I knew, I, it was like, I always wanted to be like, I wanted to ask someone that I thought that would be really obvious. Does yeah. that, that alcohol come from the alcohol farm? Where did they? The alcohol farm. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, so yeah, we're, they, they pick it weekly. Yeah. 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 The alcohol trees. Yeah. <laughs> or is it more like a, a, a mine? They have to dig yeah. it out of the ground. That's it. That's don't, how it works. Don't most spirits start off as the same sort of thing? And then just depends what you do to it? Yeah, so basically. I mean, in the UK anyway. Um, nice. Ethanol. Mm, ethanol is correct. Yes! <laughs> we don't have to do a quiz. Let's just quiz on Good gin. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, most of the alcohol is grain-based here just yes. because you, you get a lot of grain in mm. northern countries. Yep. But in places where you get more grapes, you can make like grape alcohol as your base. Right. And that's another thing that sets gin apart from other things. It doesn't matter what kind of alcohol you use. Ah. So if you were to Mm. make like uh, essentially a very strong beer, you could use that as your base. But if you were to make like rice wine, you could use that or like potato or anything that can be fermented and turned into alcohol can then eventually become gin. It really doesn't matter for you. Because you've used the juniper as the key ingredient, that's what qualifies as gin. Interesting. I quite like that. So where does this like... Why juniper and, you know, why, why like, that one specifically? So it's gin. Yeah. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. juniper is, uh, it's a very like old plant in the sense that it's quite a primitive plant. Mm. It's uh, apparently it was growing on Pangaea. Oh, right. Like the, yeah. You know, the massive supercontinent. Yeah. Oh, and then, I thought that was the place from, um, what should we call it? <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely thought you were making a joke there. It was like, ah, funny, Hunger Games. <laughs> uh, we're just going to turn Goose's mic off. <laughs> That's Pan Am, just because anyone's uh, wondering. Sorry, growing on Pangeo. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, when that split, then all these right. species of juniper were all over the world. It does grow pretty much everywhere. Mm. Depending on the climate of the place, you get more or fewer berries. So, like, juniper does grow in the UK, but because it's fairly cold here, you can't get enough of it to make gin on, like, the scale that it's being made right now. Um... But, uh, you know, it's been used as a medicinal thing for centuries and centuries. Oh, right. uh, there's an old Dutch drink, which is kind of gin's ancestor, that comes from a medicinal juniper-based right. medicinal alcohol, basically. Yenever. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <Mark> <laughs> okay. Gin ancestors. <laughs> and, I mean, so from there, it's just ginola. tradition, basically. Right. It's just kind of been passed down over the centuries. And that's what it is now. Now it's, like, legally required to use it. Right, to, to oh. call it gin. To call it gin, yeah. yeah. And is it like gin regulators? I big so. big gin. Yeah, that's what I'm sort of like. Is there a guy that walks around who like <laughs> the briefcase? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's the beef eater guy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> His name is Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got every cliche about gin. Like, <laughs> he's from Bombay. <laughs> he's got a very dry personality. <laughs> 
Oh, you, you mentioned Gordon's. It just reminded me. I remember in Egypt, I was in Egypt, uh, a family trip, and we were on a uh, cruise down the Nile, and they had like a big night, and there was a there was a prize for the best dancer or something like that. And it was a bottle of Gordon's gin, you know, mm. it had the yellow on it and everything. Um, but then, like, something just wasn't quite right, and you like took a little closer look, and it was actually Gordon's Cairo <laughs> dry gin. Oh, <laughs> amazing! <laughs> I assume you won it. No. Oh, no, my. Not that night. I they know. Didn't, they, they, didn't didn't play, play they didn't play Footloose. <laughs> they didn't play Footloose. Not an Egyptian song. <laughs> Floutloose, though. However. <laughs> Gordoons. Um, oh, it's fascinating to hear about gin, though. It's, it's, it's <laughs> something I think that it's been such a big thing, you know, for a relatively short time, I suppose. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 I mean, it's just coming up for a decade now. Yeah, that yeah. is a really quite... Although... One fact that I think isn't, I, I, when I get drunk, especially in Hive, when mm. I was in Hive when I was younger, <laughs> sure. last week, and uh, <laughs> no, I've not been in Hive for a good few years, um, they have a room that has UV light in it, mm. and when you have gin and tonic, yeah. it glows in the dark. Tonic has a, I don't know what you call it, but it's a chemical that reacts under UV light, so it does glow. Mm. Yeah, Disco drink. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. And so I used to tell everyone to get gin and tonics when they're a pound in Hive. Yeah. I would buy everyone at the bar gin and tonic because I was like, I've got so much money, it's a pound. Give me 10. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, take a gin and tonic. Take a gin and tonic. Right, come with me. <laughs> Baller in the hive. Yeah, really. <laughs> and then we would all walk through the tiny... And you, I think you know where I'm at. You got the bar, the main bar bit, and then you go through the little like cavern tunnel and you get into the, the cheese room, yeah. like the old school tunes room, which has a UV light right, in okay. it. And then you, you would see everyone's face light up. And so I would always go through first. <laughs> and then I would see as they came through and they look at the glass like, bah! Like, yeah! And then oh we would da- you dance way more intensely because you're like, look at our train One more question before we get into the game. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite gin? Based drink like you just like a like a like I feel like gin and tonic is quite a standard. I mean that's thing. the classic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, the marketing person's currently got a gun to his head. <laughs> the most current gin, Edinburgh <laughs> gin. <laughs> if uh, if I was gonna go for a like a long drink, it would probably be a gin and tonic. But if mm-hmm. it was a cocktail, I'd, I'd go for a Negroni. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Negroni is the one that I've not had. Is it orangey? No. Am I wrong? Uh, you garnish with orange peel, right? Yeah. Uh, it is usually a dry gin, um, a bit of um, uh, sweet vermouth and Campari. Mm. See, I can't do Campari. Which one's Campari? It's, it's quite bitter. bitter. The devil's sweat. It's bright red. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. 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 yeah, like, yeah. Oh, just I had it once, and I was just like, oh, I think there's there's something wrong with the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I like quite sweet things. So. What would be right, your What would be your go-to cocktail? Gin-based cocktail, but just a cocktail. Just a cocktail. Um, I, I mean, quite like sweet, fruity drinks, but I also like um, like a, like a Beverly Hills iced tea. What's that? It's like a Long Island iced tea, but instead of Coke, it's topped up with Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wow. sounds lethal. So it is just alcohol. <laughs> yeah. It's good fun. Um, That's so good. One of them, and I'm I'm winning an Egyptian dancing contest. So <laughs> all the dragoon that you could ever want. <laughs> yeah. What about your cocktail of choice? Um, I don't know. With gin, I was just reminded that I I do like it, but I always forget to order it. A martini, just mm. a classic martini. Dirty, a little bit dirty. Um, what's the What's the difference between a martini and a dirty martini? Olive, olive juice, Is or it? olive brine. Yeah, yeah. Ah, just a splash of it. Yeah, just like a thought. Yeah, I do like and that. Christina Aguilera in the background. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that dirty. makes it dirty. <laughs> with, with, with three R's. <laughs> I, I, I was I was saying I was running at a friend's flat the other day and he's got a big cocktail cabinet like a big you know cabinet with all these like every bottle ever and uh, he said I've got a run of cocktails I want to make I was like fair I had the, the evening free so I was like fair enough and then we started with an aviation mm-hmm. but he has his own version of an aviation mm-hmm. that he likes it tastes like Palmer Violet it's so nice oh, I was right. I really liked it yeah. and then after that I don't really remember the rest of the cocktails because <laughs> you were flying I pounded three of those I knew we had like a sweet Manhattan at one point that was good. Okay. Okay. I don't think I'd ever had a Manhattan before, so sweet mm. Manhattan was mm. was good to have. Not I would, I'd so. probably go one of those aviations. That was very nice. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, like violet liqueur and yeah. Yeah. And it, he had a he always had a cherry at the bottom of them all with like a syrupy cherry mm. thing at the mm. bottom. Mm. Maraschino cherry. Like all of them. Is that yeah. what it's called Maraschino? Yeah. Mar- I never didn't know. That's oh. one of that's a quiz question. Is it? Yeah. 
Yeah. I hope it's not on today. Because yeah, hopefully not today. We spoiled it. But <laughs> I know none of them. I do <laughs> remember doing that question. Oh, know. right. Is that what, so Mar- Maraschino? Maraschino. Yeah, Maraschino. And Maraschino. we get all the different spellings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all acceptable. <laughs> as long as it looks like Maraschino. All right. Well, speaking about quizzes, uh, let's uh, let's get into our game. All right. Yeah. So we got a general knowledge round picked by James. Not the round wasn't picked by James, but the category was picked by James. Uh, it seemed the safest at the time. Safest? Yeah, that's that's a fair bit. Because I saw things like sports, and I was like, I'm aware of sports. <laughs> I know <laughs> that happen. sports happen. Yeah, in the in the way that you'd be aware of like a conflict in a distant land. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That that's sounded fair. insanely like. <laughs> Sounds like colonial or something. Yeah, <laughs> There's the uprising in the, the Punjab or whatever. Yeah. How is the how is that war? Yes, <laughs> in distant land. Are we winning? Are we good? <laughs> oh, they won again, did they? they? Sipping your gin. Uh, More tonic. whiskey in my porridge. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got a general knowledge round. Um, we'll get we'll throw over to Goose for the the pre-record. Let's hear the rules. <laughs> The rules. The closest to the actual percentage gets three points. The second closest gets two, and the furthest away gets one per question. There's still the easy and hard rules, so if you get one question right and you're in the easy rules, you get five points closer to the answer. On the hard rules, if you get one wrong, you get five points further away. The most points at the end, over the ten questions, wins. Uh, thank you, Goose. It's almost like you're right here with us. Oh, you should also... It's such a bad pre-record, <laughs> by the way. It's so bad. I look forward to hearing it. Uh, so we've got uh, Goose James Mark. We've got Bob the dog running around. Probably not going to do too many answers. So uh, hopefully everyone's got their whiteboards and pens at home and they can join in. So I need an answer and a percentage of quiz teams that got our questions correct. Are we doing gin-themed team names today? I would love a gin-themed team okay. name. Uh, we'll do that at the end of question number five, so okay. you have a bit of time to think. All right, here we go. So question number one, uh, you said you loved sports, so here we go. <laughs> question one, which English football team play their home games at Elland Road? Come on. Question number one, which English football team play their home games at Elland Road? Yeah, well, I mean, how many English football teams do you know? How many could there be? Three? Yeah, it's pretty much a multiple choice. <laughs> oh, no, I think they got to four last year. Yeah. <laughs> no one got relegated. Oh, good job, lads. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we'll get you to flip those boards over. Which English football team play their home games at Elland Road? Show me. All right. Goose, what'd you put? Everton. James? The Tadfield Tadpoles. <laughs> okay. And that was Mark? the right answer. Uh, t- Tottenham. Tottenham. All right. Uh, well, the answer is none of those. <laughs> it's Leeds United. Whoa. Uh, Straight off the bat with a trick question. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Really I see how this question. works. This is a house of lies. <laughs> is it Leed Road, do you say? No, Leeds United. Ellender Road. Ellender Road. Yeah. But uh, answer's not such a big deal. Percentages. What percentage of our quiz teams got that correct? Goose, what'd you put? 62. James? 65. And Mark? 48. All right. Well, it's 68.3. So, James gets himself three points. Goose got two. Mark, you're on one. One. Yeah. 3.3 away with that one, James. Not a bad start. Yeah. I'm great at sports. (laughs) (laughs) I think the thing is, it's not not a quiz of what you know. It's a quiz of what other people know. Right. Mm -hmm. And how much you know of it. It's like pointless. But not really. Yeah, it's I mean, like reverse pointless. Legally, we're not allowed to say that. Yeah, which often people will say, that's family fortunes. And the answer yeah. is, yes, reverse pointless is family fortunes. So. <laughs> or it's the GQHQPQ percentage Indeed. game, which most people say. Uh, but that's question a catchy two. name. <laughs> yeah, yeah we always off. said at the start we'd come up with a different name than percentage game. And we did the whole Fringe show and still called it the percentage game. <laughs> and the first one, the elimination game. So. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's it says on the tin. Yeah. Yeah. All right, question number two. I got yelled at for pronouncing this wrong the other day. <laughs> Björk, the singer, <laughs> is from which European country? Absolutely not Björk. Björk, the singer, is from which European country? Wait, you wouldn't call it Björk? I'd say Björk. Well, I used to call it Björk. Until somebody yelled But you. then someone's like, there's the umlaut, it's Björk. And I was like, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Why did you make this sound like a baddie in Cool Runnings? <laughs> <laughs> 10, 12, scary, yeah. Bit of crystalline. Do you know that song? Crystalline. Crystalline. Nope. Crystalline. Probably an Australian one. Um. So I need answer and a percentage of quiz teams got that correct. Right. Bjork. <laughs> Bjork. 
There's an umlaut. <laughs> All right, we ready? Yes. Mm. I'll take those confident yeses as a resounding yes. So, show me. Björk, the singer, which European country? Goose. Iceland. James. Iceland. Mark. Iceland. <laughs> okay. So you've all chosen that shop that sells frozen goods in the UK. Indeed. Yes. Uh, the answer is Iceland. Woo. So well done. Did you hear that they didn't actually manage to get rid of all their, their palm oil products? Oh, really? Yeah, After they that, that, mm, yeah that the whole ad Yeah, they had that thing. And uh, everyone went fucking crazy about it and oh. said, why is it banned from TV? Because it was political. That was the answer. Mm. And, uh, and they didn't manage to do it. No one seems to have got angry about that. No. Mm. So there we go. Start a revolution. All right. Well, percentages, percentage of people that got angry at that. <laughs> Goose? 99. Okay. James? I said 75 because the way you phrased it, I thought made people, would make people hesitate because they they'd be like, Bjerk. is Iceland in Europe? I don't know. <laughs> let's, say, let's say Denmark. Oh, is Iceland in Europe? <laughs> uh, Mark? Claims to be. 88%. Okay. It's more in Europe than Britain. <laughs> So percentages, we've got 99, 75, 88 from Goose, James, and Mark, respectively. It's 82.5. Whoa. So James is 2.5 away. Wow. You got that correct. Uh, Mark's 5.5 away. And Goose, you're 16.5 away. I thought everyone would know that. Well, not everyone does. It's Bajork. Yeah. Guys, it's Bjork. 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 All right, question number three. Just remember that Edinburgh Gin does a, a Christmas gin around Christmas time. Question number three: What are the five? What are there five of in Twelve Days of Christmas? So, if you're all familiar with the song, what are there five of in the Twelve Days of Christmas? Now, I had a an argument with someone about this. I think at one point <laughs> about the song or about this question. About the answer to this question. Mm. Well, let's go through the answer and we can find yeah. out why. Goose and gold rings. Okay. James? I've also got gold rings. And Mark? Golden rings. Golden rings. Mm. That's, the, that's the discussion. Oh, is right. it gold rings or golden rings? What's the difference? Ha, it, the song is the difference. <laughs> one of them is right and one of them's not. I mean, I think it depends what version you're listening to, but... But there's would two you, beats in that, how would in, that, you, in that verse. There's two beats. But I would go five gold rings. Yeah, yeah. Or do you say five... Golden, Golden rings. rings. Yeah, because it fits better. I don't know. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a, an extra, there's two there's two beats there. You I, gotta, look, I, so get two syllables going. I would have thought it was gold. What do you have written down in the answer? Well, I'm accepting both. The answer is five gold rings here, but I'm going to accept both. Good. Yeah, no, I would accept them both, but yeah. it is that moment of like yeah. someone came up to me and said yeah. it's golden. I was like, no, gold, gold. It's gold, gold. rings. And gold I sang rings. about five times to myself just to just to like get back to sang the other four as well. No, at the same time. I've it. heard I both, and rings. I don't know what the original is. So. I'm, I'm basing this off that bit that Eddie Izzard does. What's that? that? <laughs> There's just one of his like bits in the stand-up. He's like, people just run in from other rooms to join in with the five gold rings. Yeah, bit. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets above five, and it's really hard to remember what the rest of them are. I make up my own. Five gold. <laughs> but percentages, everyone got that correct. Well done. Ooh. Goose. 98%. I dropped it by a cent from last question because I feel like if people didn't know Bjork was from Iceland, mm. people should know this gold rings. I mean, logic. James? 90%. And Mark? Uh, 91. Okay. Gone bold. Well, being bold's the way to go. It's at 98.4. Oh, wow. So Goose is 0.4 away. James 3.4. Mark 7.4. 3, 2, 1. Goose, James, oh. Mark. So, well done. Question number four. General knowledge. Question number four. There are now six Nobel Prize categories. Peace, literature, and medicine, also known as physiology, are three of them. Name the other three. Ah, oh. oh, wait, wait, wait. I need to hear them again. Name all three. Peace, literature, and medicine, a.k.a. physiology. Peace, literature, medicine. That's a tough question. Yeah, it is. I mean, how often are they handed out? Once a year, <laughs> I would say. Once a year. Noble? He was. He invented dynamite. Indeed. Did this he not set up the Nobel Prize as a way of like atoning? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Answers. Here we go. There are six Nobel Prize categories now: peace, literature, medicine. The other three. Show me. Goose. I've gone for physics, chemistry, and economics. Okay. James. I've got chemistry, physics, and poetry. <laughs> okay. And Mark. Physics, chemistry, and economics. All right. The answer is. Physics, chemistry, and economics. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. No poetry one yet. That e might fall under literature. E <laughs> economics. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. 
was the last one to mm. come around. Because some people call it maths. It's not math. Economics is different maths. to maths. Mm. Uh, but percentages. Yes. What percentage of teams knew all three of those? Oh. Mm. I went for 39%. Oh, wow. James? 38%. Mark? 36. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all done the same thing. Most people will get one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A few teams will get more than one. I almost went 49% and now I'm a bit sad I didn't. Mm. Well... 39, 38, and 36. It's 47.1. Whoa. 47.1. So I feel like this is quite a, um, what's the word, topical thing around the time that this question was Uh, asked. Yeah. All right. Was it because of Higgs? Maybe. And his bosons. (laughs) So number five, question number five. Who wrote Ulysses and a portrait of the artist as a young man? Do we all have an answer? Yep. Yes. Does an answer have called an answer if it's not correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been an incorrect answer. I don't. All right. Show me who you think wrote Ulysses and a portrait of oh, the artist's y- young you're man. You're so right. Goose. George Eliot. James. James Joyce. Mark. Uh, James Joyce. Cool. All right. It is James Joyce. Yeah. Did, did uh, his parents name him after you, James? Yep. Oh, yes. Yes. That's why he knew it. Nice. What and, year was uh, it? And this. Joyce from Stranger Things. No, the two, <laughs> the two <laughs> cultural heavyweights, <Yeah. laughs> that power couple, <laughs> yeah. the, me and Winona Ryder. That's uh, that well-known historic uh, <laughs> combination. But percentages, <laughs> James Joyce was correct. What percentage of teams knew that? Goose, seventy-one percent. James, this is when I slag off your uh, quiz goers. I've said forty-seven. <laughs> oh, and Americans, sixty-one down the middle. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> you say down the middle. <laughs> down, down the middle, down of, the middle of theirs. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right down. Right. Straight 60. down the middle. So 71, a 47, and a 61%. It's 57.1. Oh. So Goose, you get a point. James, you get two points. You're 5.1 away. And Mark, 3.9. Oof, finally. All right. Do we have team names? Just give me your best gin-based pun. I mean, the obvious one is like general knowledge. Ah, oh, nice. Got in there quick. I like yeah, it. Yeah, general knowledge is good. I don't know. I never had that quiz. I don't think. Goose, what'd you get for? Don't bottle it. Okay, you should probably take that advice, Mark. <laughs> they should call it a Jennifer Berry. Ah, oh, okay, that's quite good. <laughs> that people. What's one of the, the best? I mean, you must have been asked some great <laughs> questions on tours when you're like, no, you can't actually think that's true though. <laughs> so one of the ones is uh, it's just a, a weird, crazy coincidence, but. So the alcohol is called a spirit and a type of spirit from the Middle East where distilling originated is a gin mm. spelled D-J-I-N-N. Right, yeah. And then people are like, so is gin called gin because it's a spirit and it came from the Middle East? And it's just, no, that's just a really weird coincidence. Nope. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's a good question. All right. Team names. Good team names, everyone. Well done. They're all gin based. Thank you. Number six. Question number six. Oh. The Wrecking Ball World is the eighth highest grossing musical tour of all time. Was it performed by Miley Cyrus or Bruce Springsteen? So it's a 50-50 one. The Wrecking Ball World is the eighth highest grossing musical tour of all time. Was it performed by Miley Cyrus or Bruce Springsteen? That crazy twerking person or Miley? Lols. <laughs> 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 all right. Wrecking Ball World, eighth highest grossing musical of all time. Performed by Miley or Bruce. What do we got? Nice. <laughs> all right, Goose. Springsteen. James? Springsteen. Mark? The boss. The boss. <laughs> the boss. All right. It is the boss. Old um, Springo. I would Springo. <laughs> Springo. <laughs> <laughs> so, what percentage of teams got that? Goose? 45. I went mm, for him. Okay. For a 50-50 question, I'd say that's quite low. James? Uh, I went for 65. And uh, Mark? 80. Cool. Uh, it is... 69.8. Oh, nice. Damn. Oh. So because of uh, James's advantage, he's zero away. Gets added, five added on. Nice. Oh, nice good. one. Uh, and then we've got Mark on two points, 10.2 away. And then Goose, 24.8 away. Nice. Question number seven. Another seasonal one. Which pop group had three <laughs> consecutive Christmas number ones in the 1990s? So which pop group had three consecutive Christmas number ones in the 1990s? <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It wasn't Bruce Springsteen. Uh, <laughs> nor... He does a great Santa Claus is coming Miley. to town, though. Well, you better watch out. You better not cry. 
Carmen uh. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which pop group had three consecutive Christmas number ones in the 1990s? Who have we got? Goose. Have you got an answer and a percentage? Yes, now I do. <laughs> Spice Girl. James. Boyzone. Mark. The Pogues. Are they a pop group? I don't know. Uh, they also didn't I have don't know a what they do. One. <laughs> What's that? Is that? They, they is famously it? had a Christmas number two. Oh, oh well, there you go. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. There we go. Uh, the answer is the Spice Girls. Did you go to the, the world tour? No. No. No, neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's just go I'm to the sure percentages. Uh, percentages, Goose. I went for 64%. James? Uh, 70%. And Mark? 35 uh, 64, 70, 35. It's 63.5. Oh, wow. Goose is 0.5 away, clawing wow. it back. Uh, James, you're 6.5 away, so you get two points. And then Mark, you're 33.5. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Not great. Not a great question. <laughs> no, not a great question. I mean, it's the, the biggest difference so far. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number seven. No. Question number eight. Huh. <laughs> Editing solves all problems. <laughs> <laughs> Which country has national mottos of in God we trust and out of many, one? Which country has national mottos of in God we trust and out of many, one? Might be translated into English. Oh, what? Don't say that. Should I not say that? <laughs> am I being stupid here? Mm. don't know. <laughs> I think I am. I'm ready. I'm going to wait to see what everyone else has put down before I answer that. Uh, which country has national mottos of in God we trust and out of many, one? Goose. USA. Mark. USA. <laughs> James. The US of A. Wow. <laughs> it is the US of A. Yay. So everyone got that one right. Well done. Out of many, one. What does that mean? They're one nation they, united. It's almost many? like Thanks. a united. Oh, right. Got you. The yeah. uh, melting pot. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Uh, so it is USA percentages though. Goose. 82. Mark. 93. And James? 72. Ooh, we're getting nice <laughs> spreads here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is this one's quite close. Um, it is 87.3. Wow. So, Goose, you're 5.3 away. Oh. Mark, you're 5.7 away. Oh. And then James, 10.3. Oh. So, I mean, that's rough to be 10.3 away and still not get the... I know, 10.3 yeah. feels like quite close. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. All right. Question number nine. Question number nine. How many sides does a pentagon have? Question number nine. How many sides does a pentagon have? Not the pentagon, but a pentagon. Yes. Why am I really struggling? I wish I could answer that for you. <laughs> so how many sides does a pentagon have? Oh. Basic shape anometry. What do we got? Show me. Oh. <laughs> Goose. Five. Seem, seem quite relieved there. Yeah. James. Five. And Mark. Five. That is five. Oh, I'm Penta so pleased. being five. You know they say about the Pentagon, the Pentagon. Mm. It's like the way it's designed. Mm. You can walk from one point to another in a much shorter time than you think you would be able to. It's a right. huge building. Mm. There you go. That's my fact. Is Possibly it just five the whole floor is like those or flat minutes. escalators. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be even better. They actually have teleportation in there. So. <laughs> Good. Of course. They do. What percentage of our quiz teams know how many sides does a Pentagon have? Goose. Ninety-two. Uh, James. Eighty-six. And Mark. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. Ooh, these ones a, are also quite close. I had a lot of faith in people that they know the difference between a hexagon and a pentagon. Mm. That's what I struggle with. Um, it's 93.7. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So Goose, you Oof. got uh, 1.7 away with 92. Hell yeah. And then James, 2.7 away with 86 and getting it right. And then Mark, 4.7 away. <laughs> On one. Yeah. All right, last one. Um, I think we've all had a good time so far. Some might say that we've had a gas time. What is a chemical symbol for hydrogen? <laughs> Was a delayed, so natural, a delayed, <laughs> delayed uh, enjoyment. Wow. So, what is a chemical symbol for hydrogen? Uh, I had a quiz last night. Half the teams put that there was no chemical symbol for silicon, hmm. which there is. By the they way. didn't. They just like no. They they wrote there's none, which I enjoyed. They didn't get a point for it. Chemical symbol for hydrogen? Did you say? Yes, please. All right. What do we got? Oh wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, make sure you get a percentage down. I swear, if you're drawing a dick on your whiteboard, I'm not. We wait for it. Okay, good. All right, here we go. What is the chemical symbol for hydrogen? Goose. H. James. H. And Mark. H. H is correct. Yeah. So, yeah. Well oh. done. H uh, almost for hydrogen. Hydrogen. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> uh, but percentages. Goose. Ninety-two. Ninety-two. James. Seventy-nine. And Mark. Ninety-one. Wow. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
All right. Well, uh, 92, 79, and a 91. It's 95. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just got it. A lot of people going high. Yeah. A lot of people sorry, getting it right, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think hydrogen, yeah, is quite quite classic. It's not one of the ones that the people go, one. or would it be like mm. this? No. It's not like silicon, where it's like, would it be S, or would it be or SL, or, or would it be SN. SC? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, what I get is a lot of people put H2. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's all the questions done. We will go through the results Ugh. of the general knowledge quiz. <laughs> Uh, Mark, that was an appropriate noise. You got 16. You're in third place. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good job, Mark. Good yeah, job. Well done. Uh, well done. Uh, uh, you had the biggest one away <laughs> on right. 33.5. Ouch. So I tell you what, there was a lot of uh, single digits in this one. So I'm quite, yeah, nice. Nice one. Uh, but top two, Goose James. Uh, does anyone want to? Want to claim first? What you I think, I think you pulled ahead in the last like I, three or four rounds. There. I thought you were smashing at the start. I thought I was too. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we get, we're getting all confidence. Like, yeah, well, this I is easy. I can tell you what, you're both correct. You were smashing it in the end and you were smashing it at the start. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but we do we do have a two-point difference. Oh. Uh, one got 23, one got 21. And winning the quiz is Goose. Oh, so well good done. Good you got 23. Well played. Good good game. James, good 21. So well done also. Uh, yeah, which job. 21 is a great score. Yeah. Uh, 16's yeah. not, Mark. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not. And 23 is pretty good as well. I oh, mean, thanks very much. So, so well, good Bob. job. Bob, Bob gets all the stars. I mean, he got five gold stars, so. <laughs> Bob, just, so, just so everyone knows, I was mentioning Bob the whole way through the year. Well, now he's up. Uh, he heard we, his name and got up. It was very <laughs> sweet. <laughs> he's, he's the black Labrador we're looking after in the office at the moment. Yeah. He's, a, a, he's a bit boy. of a legend. He Bob. gets gold stars for being a good boy. Right. Well, there we go. That's, uh, that's, that, that's a quiz round done. Nice. Well that was a good one. Well played, Scott. Thank you. I mean, good, good hosting. Yeah, thanks for hosting us. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so is that our... Is yeah, that finish up. Yeah. James, <laughs> thank you so much for coming down today. Thanks for having me. Uh, have you had a good time? I've yeah. had a great time. Apologies for beating you in the game. That's all right. It happens. It happens, it happens it, yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean... He says that now, but when you leave, he'll be dancing around. <laughs> <laughs> um... And one more time, tell us about Edinburgh Gin and anything coming up at Edinburgh Gin. So uh, we run tours every day. We're going to start taking bookings for 2020 on the 1st of October. So if you're listening to this after that, get online, edinburghgin.com to book your tour for next year. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And you you run the tour, so we we could get you as a tour person? You could could get luckier and get me, or you could get even luckier and get one of our other fantastic tour guides. Fantastic. Sounds very good. We'll, Well, We'll link that down in the in the podcast release for sure you can click below in our in our information and in the yeah. details and find out about it uh, again you can also share and like the podcast come to our facebook at goose's quizzes uh, or find it on the website but um do give it a share with your friends everyone enjoys a podcast a new podcast especially um but we will say thank you for everyone tonight so uh thank you very much mark for You're being welcome. here today a pleasure thank and, you and uh, thank you scott thank you uh, i will everyone. say thank you very much everyone and james from you Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for being here. Thank you, everyone, everyone. And goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks goodbye. for listening. See you later. Golden Bye. ring. <laughs> Stop that right now. Gold. <laughs> it's golden. It's golden.